This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome to the Anderson Overland Podcast. Well, hello there, everybody. Uh, it's your uh, favorite Overlander, Joey Anderson. Yeah, so I've been uh, thinking about doing this podcast thing for uh, actually the last several months, um, pretty much since COVID hit and all that stuff uh, kind of hit the fan. Um, yeah, so here, here we are. Um, welcome to the new podcast. Um so my whole goal in this thing was to uh, provide a resource for people um, just to kind of find out about overlanding and um, what we do, why we do it, how we do it. And um, I've had a lot of people ask me to do this. Um, like I said, I have no idea why anybody would want to listen to my voice for 20 minutes or 30 minutes. But uh, so who am I? Uh, where did I come from? How did I get here? Well, um, back when I was young, um, I grew up in a household where there was nobody uh, that was anywhere close to being interested in doing anything outdoors, really. Um, I grew up in a pastor's house. Uh, my dad was a pastor of a church for I don't know, 40 years, something like that. And uh, he just wasn't an outdoorsy kind of guy, actually. I think uh, I can remember a handful of places that I went as a kid with my dad that were outdoors, like, you know, as far as camping. Um, I think one was like the Grand Canyon when I was probably 10, 11 years old, which I barely remember. And then another one, which I actually do uh, have uh, some memories of, uh, was up in the Mammoth area, which I'm very, very 
familiar with now. Uh, it was actually not Mammoth. I'm sorry. It was uh, Whitney Portal. If any of you guys are familiar with Mount Whitney area, there's a little lake up there. You can drive up this little switchback road and it goes all the way up to this little lake at the base of the uh, uh, Mount Whitney, the peak of Mount Whitney, where everybody starts their hikes, um, I believe. Um, yeah, so we went up there and we fished. Uh, fished. Actually, there was this creek that came out of that lake that went down the mountain. And about halfway down the mountain, there was this little dirt road that came off the uh, the pavement there. And we ended up taking this dirt road back into the woods with some friends. And we found this little pool where they had uh, stocked um, the fish, actually. And there was probably a hundred rainbow trout in this little pool. And uh, we just stuck our fish pull, fishing lines in there and, <laughs> and pulled out probably 30, 30 huge rainbow trout in probably about 30 minutes. Um, it was pretty epic. Um, that is definitely something that, um, that I will probably never forget. Um, but that being said, you know, we didn't do much, um, you know, in the way of camping or off-roading or anything like that. Um, we just did trips like to Lake Tahoe and, um, I think one or two trips in my lifetime to Hawaii and, uh, Arizona, places like that. Never, never off-road, uh, anything. So I had motorcycles, uh, borrowed motorcycles, I should say from other people when I was growing up, um, when I was really young, um, you know, had a bike gang, <laughs> freaking, uh, uh, like BMX bike gang, I guess you'd call it with all my buddies when I was young. Um, but that was the extent of it. Uh, so, um, how did I get here? Well, back in 2004, 2014, um, I had a pretty large business. Um, I was doing solar energy installations. Um, I owned uh, one of the largest solar energy companies in the region of San Bernardino County, California. And uh, my business partner and I um, split ways and I sold my shares of the business to him. And when I did that, um, I didn't have a job. I had actually um, stepped out of the fire service. I don't know if some of you know I'm a fireman. Um, I was a firefighter, career firefighter for 10 years. Um, and then I stepped out of the fire service in 2015, the beginning of 2015, uh, due to some uh, family stuff. My dad ended up passing away overseas and it was a huge deal and my business took off. And so I kind of had to make a decision. Uh with what I was going to do in life. And, uh, so I stepped out of the fire service, a job that I, um, just thoroughly love. Um, it was very, very difficult, but anyways, um, I stepped out of the fire service, uh, for a year. I'm back now. I've been back for five years in the fire service actually. But, um, that moment when I stepped out, uh, because I, I turned my business over to my, fr my best friend at the time, I didn't have a job. And so, uh, Robin and I decided that we were going to hit the road and travel. And, um, I started putting together a class on how to teach firefighters, um, safe operations on roofs, um, while fire fighting fires around solar panels, um, which was pretty awesome. It did that for a couple of years. Um, but that initial, um, 
travel um, time of our lives um, was kind of sparked by that. Our first um, trip was our first legit camping trip as a family and really ever uh, was to the White Mountains out in the north eastern part of Arizona. It was a pretty interesting interesting experience. We didn't have a rooftop tent. We didn't have anything but the forerunner. Um, it was when I was just barely starting, uh, the forerunner build and kind of getting into that, that whole scene. I'd had a pretty extensive background in, um, brand marketing, uh, internet marketing, brand building and design, um, before my solar business, I owned a web and graphic design firm for a lot of years. Um, some of you are like, man, how many businesses have you owned? I've actually owned six businesses, um, and I've been a fireman uh, total for about 20 years now. But anyways, uh, we uh, we hit the road, and, and uh, I was just pushing the business, building that brand for the uh, solar. It was called Solar Fire Training, and uh, we hit the road, <clears throat> and um, the first... Like I said, the first uh, real destination was the White Mountains, this uh, campground that was about 20 minutes off pavement up near uh, Alpine and Pine Top uh, area, um, east of Sholo, Arizona, out in the middle of freaking nowhere. And uh, it was pretty interesting. Um, we drove out to this place and there was just cattle everywhere and this... Uh, um, this mountain lake up there and people fishing here and there around this lake. And we drove into this campsite and we were the only ones in this entire place. And there must've been, gosh, I don't know, maybe a hundred spots in this, this campground. It was huge. And, uh, we were all by ourselves really out there. And we had no idea, um, that it was supposed to rain that night. So we set up a tent. We had a ground, uh, tent, um, I had a little box trailer that I was pulling behind the forerunner, so we had that. And uh, we were standing around the campfire at about midnight, pitch dark, thunder starting all around us. Um, hadn't started raining yet, but uh, there was thunder and lightning all around us. And all of a sudden, out of the darkness comes this ice cream truck. Um, you could hear like the ice cream music, you know, whatever. It was the most sketchy, like scary, like nightmare horror flick um, crap that I had ever witnessed uh, in my life. Actually, it was super bizarre. And um, apparently this campground was on an Indian reservation and these, um, these people that live on this reservation, that's how they make money. And so they were doing their rounds, but, uh, we thought it was very bizarre that at midnight, whatever time it was 11 midnight, super late that this ice cream truck was driving around the campsite. Anyways, uh, I had my gun on me and, uh, I had it close by ready to go. And, um, <laughs> we were standing around this campfire and here comes this freaking ice cream truck out in the middle of freaking nowhere i mean like i said it was at least 20 maybe even 30 minutes off of pavement and um that was a very interesting uh experience for us our first night camping uh anyways they left 
and uh, we got all settled in, got into our tent, and uh, you know that nostalgic thing where you're like, oh, "This is cool," you know, we're camping, we're out in the woods, there's nobody around, and you know, you're thinking, "Wow, you know, what kind of what kind of uh, wildlife is out here around us?" And um, so we went to sleep, and um, it was really cool. And then about uh, I don't know, two hours later, all hell broke loose. It started raining. Um, absolutely insanely raining, like a thunderstorm, like I'd never seen before in my life. And, um, we ended up (laughs) bailing on the tent idea and the three of us, uh, my daughter was, gosh, she must, she must've been about five or six at the time. Uh, the three of us went and piled into the forerunner and slept in the forerunner and there was lightning striking all around us. And, uh, it was actually quite intimidating, uh, even for me. And, you know, I'd been a fireman, uh, for quite a while and had, you know, some boy scout experience camping and, uh, very little, but a little bit, you know, um, when I was younger, but like I said, with my dad and, you know, my family, um, they just weren't into that kind of stuff. So, um, it was a little intimidating at first, but, um, we got through the night safely, thank God. And, um, that kind of sparked this whole movement, um, for us, just, uh, something we thought was just an absolute amazing experience for our family and, um, something that, uh, you know, we really enjoyed. So, uh, another story that comes from that, (laughs) we, Anyways, we, we ended up finishing that trip and came back to California and blah, blah, blah. And, um, I ended up, um, getting a rooftop tent from Smitty built. Um, when we came home, we're like, man, we, we, we really enjoyed camp and we should do, you know, do this more often. And, um, so we, we got into the rooftop tent thing and got a Smitty built. Well, we, uh, we were on our way out to, I believe, Flagstaff or Colorado might have been Flagstaff to the first Overland event, uh, Overland Expo out there. But anyways, we bought a Smitty Built um, XL four person tent, rooftop tent at uh, Four Wheel Parts in Riverside, and uh, we were super anxious to get it and get it installed and and um, you know get going out there. So we ended up going to a Home Depot parking lot in Riverside. And uh, we picked the thing up at Four Wheel Parts and we drove to Home Depot. I don't know why we didn't stay in the, the Four Wheel Parts parking lot, but we drove to the Home Depot there and uh, and we ripped this box apart and started putting this tent together. I thought it was going to be way easier than it was. And we, we ended up putting this freaking tent together um, in the parking lot of a Home Depot. And it was so heavy, um, you know, for my wife, it just... They're not very heavy, maybe like 100, 120 pounds, but uh, it was just way too heavy for her to get it up that high. Um, and she's strong. Um, don't get me wrong. She totally, uh, she's a totally strong girl, but it, it's just awkward. So I ended up asking this dude that was in the parking lot shopping. He <laughs> just got out of the store and he comes walking, just minding his own business, you know, getting in his car and stuff. And I was like, excuse me, sir, uh, can you help me lift this tent? onto my truck. Um, I would really appreciate it. And he's like, Oh yeah, yeah. You know, so this guy comes over and we grab this, this tent and we put it up on top of the forerunner 
and uh, I strap it down, and away we went. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, The Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Um, I think, if I remember right, we we drove straight from there uh, to Flagstaff and uh, and had a great time. And that's kind of what started this whole thing. And it just, you know, took off like wildfire after that. We started camping a ton. Um, I think that first year we did about, gosh, maybe 150 to 200 nights in that tent. And uh, it was awesome. And that just started a fire um, in us. And um, and that that started Anderson Overland. Uh, We started posting photos and family or you know family members were following us and wanting to know where we were going and blah 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 and and um it just kind of sparked this this off-road adventuring uh community that um that you guys all know um as anderson overland so anderson overland uh that is uh just something that I, I hold very dear to my heart. Uh, it's super cool. Uh, we've met so many awesome people on Instagram um, and been able to um, meet people out on the road and camp with people. And, um, you know, some of you guys have been to our trucks and tacos events and um, have experienced that. And that, that opened the door for that as well, um, which has been super cool. Um but I get asked a lot, like, how do you, you know, how do you balance your work life with your adventures? Um, well, I, you know, I'd mentioned that um, I'm in the fire service and uh, I'll tell you what, that is the world's best schedule. Um, I work 48 hours and then I have four days off every cycle. So um, what I do is I save up a lot of my vacation time uh, through the winter and then we, we blow it during the summertime um, and try and get out for, you know, weeks on end. Um, I trade or, or take off one shift and it gives me 10 days off in a row. So that allows me to, um, get out for a pretty extensive amount of time and do a lot of cool things and see a lot of uh, awesome places. So that's how we do it. Um, I take 10 days off every single month, um, because I live in Arizona. Um, I, I work in Southern California still, uh, my station is in uh, the San Bernardino Highland area, and so I commute. So what I try and do to break up the drive is I take 10 days off at the end of each month, and that breaks it up really good, but it also gives us a chance to get out there every month um, for at least a week and camp and, and travel. So uh, if you are into overlanding and off-roading and being outdoors and and uh don't like the nine to five thing Monday through Friday, I would highly, highly suggest that you look into becoming a career fireman because it is amazing. And, uh, that's why we're able to do this. So, um, the whole goal with this podcast, um, is to open the door, uh, for you, the listener to be able to do what we do. I mean, I, I want to share our experiences with you and and share what we've learned from, you know, amazing people that we've met out on the road. Um, 
and and show you guys how to do this. Um, it is one of the most awesome experiences of my life being out there with my kids. Um, I mean, we homeschool our daughter, so that's another huge benefit for us. Um, but because of COVID, that's kind of becoming uh, more of a common thing. So if you can work it out with your schedule and and uh, if your kids are, are doing the uh, homeschool thing right now, this is a huge opportunity for you to, to really, uh, you know, build those experiences with your kids, building those memories, um, which is so important. It's so important. I, I wish that I would have had more time with my dad before he passed to experience these things with him as well. Um, and when I was younger, you know, it just, it just didn't work out just because of, uh, you know, the career that he chose and, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but I want, you know, those, those times that I, that I missed out with my parents, I want, I want that for my children. And, and it's, it's so neat to get out there and, and give them something tangible to feel, to see, to experience instead of just talking about it or seeing it on TV. Um, you know, there's just so much to be said about that. Um, it's just such a valuable thing for you. Um, but we're going to be talking about locations that we've been, um, why we've enjoyed them, um, you know, what we've done while we've been in these locations, uh, and why we keep going back. Um, also, I'm going to be interviewing people who have helped us along the way. There's been just so many people that we've run into and that we've met, like I said, you know, with the events that we've done and events that we've attended. Um, you know, on the way out to Colorado to the FJ Summit every year, uh, meeting people on the way out, um, camping along the way. Um, you know, we are doing guided tours. We were doing like a lottery thing with our followers on Instagram and picking like 10 to 15 people um, and vetting them because you never know who you're going to get. Um, there's a lot of whack jobs out there. You know, with your family, you don't want to be taking these freaking weirdos with you. Um, not that any of you guys are weirdos, but you just never know. Um, so we vet people pretty hardcore, um, before we throw out invites. Um, and, uh, you know, we do a lottery and invite those people to go with us. And we've, we've taken groups of people all the way from Big Bear Lake, California, all the way to Lake Tahoe, um, mostly off road and, and out to Colorado, mostly off road and Utah and all over the place. And it's been such a, a neat experience for us. Um, and, and we've learned so much from you, you guys. Um, and, uh, it's something we're going to keep doing. So I'm going to try and do this actually every two weeks and, uh, we'll just give like a, you know, I kind of want to format it as, you know, a brief summary of locations that we've been to and why we've enjoyed them. Um, people who've helped us along the way, um, who we've learned a ton of tricks of the trade from, um, another you know, plan that we have is, you know, we're going to be figuring out how to camp with a, an infant toddler. I, I don't know if, 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 uh, you know, but Robin and I just had a son, uh, about six months ago and his name is Bodie. We named him after one of our favorite destinations, which is Bodie ghost town, uh, up in the mono, uh, mono lake area up above mammoth. There's a lake up there called Mono Lake, Mono Lake, Mono Lake, however you want to say it. But just northeast of there is an old ghost town that's very, very well preserved called Bodie. And uh, it's one of our favorite places to go. So we we named our son after that. Um, but anyways, we're going to be figuring out how to camp with him. Um, you know, you, obviously it's uh, a little mo- bit more difficult to, to travel and camp as a family of four with a rooftop tent. 
Um, and so we're, uh, we're going to be do, doing things a little bit differently. Um, we got a rooftop tent recently. We sold our Smitty built, um, when we sold our Tundra and I uh, just bought a Tapui four person tent with the annex, uh, which is, um, a part of the tent that goes, uh, on the bottom, uh, of the rooftop tent that allows, uh, for more room and privacy. And so we're going to try that out see how that works. Um, we've got a couple other things up our sleeve too. So. Um, we're also going to be doing some fall and winter trips with groups uh, made up of our followers. Again, as kind of a precursor to another Trucks and Tacos event. Um, we've been super lucky to have a great group of people that have helped us with that event. Um, one in particular is Ryan uh, from Truck Brigade, who's a great friend of mine. Um, he's actually going to be doing one of our first interviews for our podcast, so that'll be super cool. We're going to talk about the Tundra Beast uh, build that I just uh, finished a couple months ago. Um, and, uh, just, you know, my friendship with Ryan and, um, you know, what, what he's about. Um, we're going to interview him about, um, you know, how he got started in overlanding as well. Um, his favorite places to go. Um, he's got a, a, a overland build, a Ford overland build. So we're going to talk to him about that and see, um, you know, why he, uh, went the Ford route and, and, um, the ins and outs of that build, which is that plate, that thing's awesome. So I can't wait to, uh, talk to Ryan about that. And then, um, we're just going to keep, uh, plugging away at this and, and, uh, providing hopefully content that, that keeps you guys coming back. So, um, you know, there's been a lot of you guys asking, you know, how, how do we do this? You know, tell us how to, how you guys do this. Tell us how you, um, you work this out with your schedule. Tell us, you know, how you travel, how you pick places, how do you find places? Um, you know, all that stuff. Um, we're going to, we're going to try and assist you guys just like we do, um, on Instagram. You know, we have people asking us all the time, um, you know, direct messaging us, asking us things about products that we use and things that we don't like about products. And, uh, you know, who do we recommend? What places should we go? You know, um, Hey, I'm in Utah. Do you recommend any places to camp in Utah? You know, we're going to talk about that stuff. And what I'd like to do is, um, in each episode, talk about a spot that we've been, um, and why we would recommend, um, you guys going to the same place and why we enjoyed it so much. Um, and then at the end of each, each podcast, I'm going to do like, a uh, the old GI Joe, uh, you know, I don't know if you guys remember, uh, knowing is half the battle that was a, a little um psa that they did after each gi joe cartoon when i was a kid and um i just thought that'd be kind of cool after each one of these podcasts to do that just a little psa um a little tip um kind of geared in that direction so anyways um yeah we're excited about this and i hope that uh this doesn't suck too much trying not to uh ramble but uh, this is my first one, so bear with me. These will get get better as I go, and hopefully we will gain more listeners, and you guys will be stoked to hear what we have to say and um, the things and you know subjects that we'll be talking about. I got a lot of cool things I think uh, that you guys will enjoy coming up, and um, yeah, that's a little bit about me. So and uh, why we're doing this. So hope you guys. Uh, enjoy the rest of this week. I'll try and get another one of these out in another two weeks and uh, we'll get with Ryan. I think Ryan and I are going to do this live. So 
um, you know, I mean, live as far as, you know, in the same room together, which will be awesome. Um, it should be a lot more exciting than just listening to me talk. So anyways, love you guys. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. You're listening to the Waypoint Podcast Network, brought to you in part by HuntStand, the number one hunting and land management app. Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern, presented by Abyss Battery, Waypoint TV.